You are listening to the Evolution Exchange Nordics podcast, a melting pot of ideas and inspiration shared by some of the most successful technical leaders in the Nordic region. I'm Tegan, I help connect businesses with tech talent and today I'm your host. Welcome to another installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast. Today I'm joined by Salmon and Hani to discuss the topic of the importance of having a diverse workforce. Before we delve deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the room with some introductions. Salmon, do you want to kick us off? Oh, uh, thank you, Tegan. Uh, yes, I'm Salmon. Uh, I'm a senior pro- uh, project manager for uh, uh, defense technologies at Teledyne FLIR uh, at this moment. Uh, and uh, uh, my my background is uh, simply at uh, developing new products for the market. At, uh, yeah, especially specifically for uh, defense. Thank you. Fantastic. And Hani, we'll head over to yourself. Hi. Thank you for having me today. Uh, my name is Hani. I'm a serial entrepreneur and business architect who leads uh, different tech startups in Sweden, and I'm a member of different international AR-related advisory boards and I'm the director of AR Center Sweden which is the global business ecosystem. This is me. Fantastic. Okay. So now that we've established a context to each of you, let's move on to the topic in focus. Now, you both have a question or statement on the importance of having a diverse workforce. As usual, for the listeners, I'll work my way around the room, asking each of you to pose your question and the reason behind it. You'll both then have the opportunity to give your take on the situation. So, Salmon, we'll come to yourself first. Your question was what is the impact of not having diversity within the team? Could you elaborate on this a little bit further for me, please? Uh, yes, uh, Tegan. So there is always a question of uh, uh, diversity as a concept, uh, and we always talk about how to do it and why to do it. But uh, I think the deeper question here is sometimes, not always, but sometimes, what is the consequence of not having that diversity? What does it impact, and how will life be without that diversity? So. So I think that is a very important and profound question that we need to answer uh, for ourselves and also to others. I think the the difficulty in not having diversity is uh, not unlocking the full potential of a team. Because when you span the ideas uh, a bit uh, broader uh, with a team with diversity, then you will probably find more creative solutions to different problems. And that is quite important for progress in the long term. In short term, it may not uh, be impactful for all projects, but uh, long term, it will have impact. That's my view. OK, perfect. So now that you've given your take on things, I'm interested, Hani, to hear what your thoughts are on this. Exactly. Uh, having a homogeneous uh, workplace uh, will make me to, a tox- uh, to have a toxic workplace. In a toxic workplace, in a homogeneous workplace, we will see less innovation, and the environment and the culture of work in such an organization will harm both people and the company. It will lead to poor job performance. We may encounter unintentional offense, mistrust, and uh, unclear decisions and practices uh, within a workplace. Um, one of the obvious consequences would be stereotyping, racism, offensive remarks, and um, the persistence to change and bringing uh, differences, different ideas, and creating a diverse and valued uh, diverse workplace uh, will reduce the company's innovation and uh, it will reduce the people's uh, motivation. People do not feel that they are included in the organization and 
it will lead to exclusion and you are aware of the bad consequences and harmful consequences of these uh, I think now definitely you know we're in 2022 I mean you know diversity and inclusion should no longer or have ever really have been seen as you know kind of a taboo or a, a negative aspect of a company now quite often now people do and large companies whether you're a startup or a well-established company already have initiatives in place to ensure that you know d- that the diverse community feels celebrated and valued and, and that it's really important within a workplace to to highlight different cultures and I think that definitely is you know variety is the spice of life I think um, and I definitely think that's the way that we need to think going forward. Salmon how do you feel about Hani's kind of take on the situation? I really do agree with uh, what Hani said uh, I mean the, the question here is quite deep it's about uh, our humanity and human nature. I mean, there are two parts of us. One of one of the parts which the, is the limbic system. We are monkeys, uh, but also we have a cerebral cortex. We have a supercomputer attached to us, but which makes us uh, want to progress and uh, develop new things and take risks for that. So there is always do, those two parts in friction. One part wants to stay put and be homogenous, be as it's always been. The other part that wants to make progress and find new areas to improve. So there is already a friction within us, uh, which also manifests itself in the society when new ideas come in. You have a, I mean, the first reaction is probably negative to new ideas for almost all people. And then when you have other people with other ethnicities or ideas or looks or clothing, anything different, it, it can also, it's like a taxing mechanism on us. We have to evaluate if it's dangerous or not first and then maybe accept the idea. So there is a change management going on within us. We have to manage our change or the change that happens within us. And uh, it's quite time consuming and it takes energy. And we human beings don't want to lose energy on anything that is not perfectly good for us. So it, it is very difficult to require from any society to want to have rapid change. But I, I think there is no alternative right now because the world is changing. We are moving around. So there is always the the question, what is the alternative and what is the consequence of not doing it? It's even worse. So um, it is a very complex problem. And I I don't think the problem has been this big, uh, let's say, 50 years ago, because in the richer world where you had industrialism and you had all these developments, you had so much establishment that you didn't want. You could actually take in some people and their new ideas. And that was okay. But today, you really can't have your identity left alone. So it's it's becoming increasingly difficult for people to accept new ideas because it is so many new ideas to to accept. So I think it's a it's a very complex issue. Yeah, no, I completely agree, and especially with what you said there, um, Sam, and when you said. Um, you know, it's never actually been as much of a big issue as as what it is now. So does that kind of say to us that it's only growing and it's only kind of progressing? Um, And how much kind of control do we have over the way it goes? You know, I seen a a quote this week that says, I'd rather move slowly in the right direction than move quickly in the wrong one. And I think that's definitely something that can be applied to this situation. You know, it could either massively, you know, downward spiral over the next kind of 10 years or so or we could just 
all grow up and learn to kind of move with the times and adapt with the times and I think that has a massive part to play in this um but you, you know it's a fantastic you've posed a fantastic question there Simon and it's one that definitely you know would need to be discussed in in huge detail within the workplace um okay fantastic so I'm keen to move on to Hani's first question which is um it's it's definitely an eye opener and I think it's something that does need to be considered within the workplace and also without of the workplace. So what does having a successful diverse workplace mean? So Simon will come to you first just after um of course Hani has explained a little bit further what she means by this and how you kind of interpret it. A very difficult question uh, but I will give it a try. Uh, I think a diverse work, uh, workforce is uh, based on uh, different ideas, but not only different ideas, different ideas with a common goal. If you can't get that part right, the common goal part, I don't think diversity in itself will help you. So I think a diverse uh, workplace needs to have both of those to work properly and actually uh, yield any results that you want. Uh, but what is new ideas or different ideas? Well, those could be very, very different for different teams. Uh, I think you have to build diversity based on what kind of team you want and what result. Um, so, yeah, in tech area, for example, I think the diversity should be of uh, different backgrounds uh, based on how you see development in itself. It's really, really, uh, it sounds quite easy and quite simplistic, but in reality it is, I mean, someone from India, for example, how they have grown up and how they see technology and technology progress, it could be quite different from someone in Sweden. And I think that difference could make quite a lot of, give you quite a lot of good results uh, if you manage that uh, properly and you have common goals. Yeah, I completely agree with what, what you're saying there, Sam, and within, in terms of, you know, not only people of different cultures and things like that interpreting things differently but each and every human being will interpret things in a different way you know you and I may interpret something that's you know so simple in a completely different way and it is it, it is mainly focused around being open-minded in this situation honey if you could just explain a little bit further what you how you know the the kind of standpoint that you were coming from with this question uh, someone uh, touched upon a very interesting aspects of diversity that diversity is a human uh, issue it's a human um, issue that we need to consider it's not simply a a company's economic gain and uh, for many many years uh, we had the approach to uh, focus on and link diversity to the company's economic gain and on the one by doing this on the one hand uh, the word diversity doesn't include that the equality is important per se and on the other hand it sends out this message to the underrepresented groups that they are needed in the company only because the company needs more profitability. What we mean by a diverse workplace? Diversity is nothing more than having an inclusive workplace when all the people, regardless of their position, gender, cultural, or racial backgrounds, can participate with their full potentials, have the feeling of belonging, having an uh, effective, you know, um, work, daily work practices, they feel that uh, they are 
part of the organization. So in this way, everyone are fully seen, fully heard, fully engaged, and accordingly rewarded. And this, when we achieve this, we can say that we have a, we have an effective diverse workplace. So simply uh, gathering uh, people from different uh, backgrounds, it could be cultural background, racial, gender, class, uh, different classes, with different backgrounds, just bringing them in the organization and uh, say that, okay, we have a diverse uh, workplace, it doesn't uh, lead to anywhere. And if you don't know how to handle these differences, how to value these differences, we will not uh, actually reach uh, the goal we want to reach. And the companies will not reap diversity and inclusion by only bringing this diversity and don't have the that don't have enough knowledge to know know what to do with all these differences how to handle it okay perfect and I think to be honest you're both coming from pretty much the same standpoint here um which only highlights to me that you know people are starting to kind of unite with this situation and maybe we are moving in the right direction whether that's slowly or quickly it doesn't really matter the fact of the matter is it is growing and we're growing with it um i think it's all about evolving you know i think we've come so far already we can only progress on that um okay fantastic well i feel like that question definitely ties in really nicely with your next question honey which was what are the key challenges in achieving diversity and inclusion that maybe you have faced or that you've seen um you know or experienced within the industry that you guys work in so what key challenges are you facing within your industry at the moment with regards to diversity and inclusion salmon what's your thoughts on that yeah uh, thank you Tegan, again uh, so uh a very interesting question uh i think that is also amongst I mean, uh, there are many, there are many facets to the, to to this as anything else. Uh, it is quite complex depending on uh, what cultures you have diversity from. I mean, uh, it, it it is it is a lot easier to have someone from Norway uh, take them here. I mean, uh, bring them to Sweden and uh, call it diversity uh, because. The, the common denominators are so so many uh, instead of someone from South Africa so uh, or somewhere else so it is it is quite difficult to actually know if there is this uh, one one size fits all I think it is very different from situation to situation but there are some ground rules that you can follow uh, I believe uh, and one of them is that uh, actually try to understand the other person as much as possible. I think that is something that we never do. We understand ourselves and the others that are like us, because that's easy. But understanding someone else is not easy. I mean, I don't know myself after I'm 43. <laughs> so, I mean, imagine the complexity to know someone else. But I think that is that is required uh, to, to be able to manage a diverse group of people. You have to get close to them and understand how they view the, the world. Uh, I think that is very important. And there is, of course, many other uh, ground rules that I'm not aware of because I'm not an expert in this field. Yeah. yeah, no, I think definitely when you just touched on there, you know, of course, um, you know, none of us are really experts in this. You know, everybody's just living it and everybody's kind of trying to learn from experiences. And I think definitely something for me to mention at, at this particular point in the conversation is, you know, we're 
where we can speak a lot about kind of different cultures and things like that um you know gender is a massive taboo topic within the tech industry now I know women who including yourself honey and you know who have absolutely smashed that out of the park and it's amazing to see but likewise I know men who are on you know exactly the same wavelength and I think I think just gender aside it really does come down to the individual so this whole idea that um kind of diversity is what you interpret it to be it's who you are as a person and you know how do you react to that do you see diversity as it's something or do you see diversity as you know it's a way of life diversity is a way of life everything is different you know something could be you know I could be hold this this bottle could be yellow it could be blue it, it doesn't make a difference it's still a bottle you know it has the same function you know it could be as amazing as it wanted to be it doesn't essentially matter what it looks like or its kind of behaviours or anything like that because everybody's behaviours differ. Um, so I think the point that we make that diversity is definitely kind of a point of view and it's who you are as a person as opposed to kind of a thing. You know, it's it's not kind of, it's essentially not a topic. It's something that's happening within the world that everybody needs to kind of move with and, and grow with. Um but yeah, that's obviously a, a great take on things, Sam. And so, Hani, what's your thoughts on this? Of course, you asked the question initially. It's actually when we are unpacking the concept of diversity and talking about it, uh, as we also uh, touched upon this, there are different definitions of diversity. People, leaders, companies have their own definition of diversity. And also each country uh, they have a special focus on the issues of diversity, what is diversity, what is inclusion, and that makes things challenging a bit. And so we don't have a, you know, uh, common accepted understanding of diversity, but what everyone are, uh, you know, are on the, on agree upon is that diversity means to have inclusion, everybody should be freely expressing themselves and fully participate in the daily operating of it. Of, of, of an organization. But the thing is that their diversity has different layers, gender, race, some aspects, some layers of diversity are covered and protected by law. So people are, are you know, uh, protected. And uh, we have done good uh, step when it comes to law. But when it comes to those aspects of diversity that are not uh, protected by law, the differences that we have it, uh, our educational background, our interests, the way of thinking, the way of our life, our social class, our, you know, there are different aspects, the cultural aspects, for instance, uh, that is not protected in any way. And they are the hidden layers of diversity that most of the time makes problems and not acceptable in a diverse workplace. Uh, when it comes to gender and race, uh, there are certain guidelines. People know how to, at least they know how to approach it, how to behave. There are lots of problems there, but still we, ha we have uh, progress how to uh, deal with racial diversity and uh, gender diversity. But with the other uh, aspects of diversity, we have not progressed that much yet. They have not been considered in the researches in, in law and uh, it's not on, in, on the agenda, it's not in the agenda of uh, diversity policies of the organization. That is one of the challenges that we see. Yeah, no, I completely understand what you're saying. And I think 
it's kind of a sense of security in that, isn't it? You know, if you if you do feel protected, then you do feel much more secure and maybe more more confident. Um, but I think in terms of you know, kind of being talking about being you know I when I think of diversity I always think of diversity inclusion and equality um you know and that's something that's really really it's important to people it's valued by people um and I think that really does stem from you wouldn't be able to or, or we wouldn't be able to say to somebody you know you are included it's really down to them feeling like they can be included like they want to be included and like they want to take part that to me is being inclusive not obviously saying to people you know we're doing this you're all included it's more kind of this is going to be you know happening um you know everyone is more than welcome to take part it's you know accommodate it accommodates everyone basically I think that's the true meaning of inclusion um but definitely with the kind of social security side of of the of law and things like that hopefully you know it won't be long until we are kind of brought up to speed with that and you know we're in a much better position with that so to speak um but fantastic questions raised from obviously both panelists oh yeah honey um a tricky point uh, here is when uh, we talk about uh, uh, diversity and uh, bringing more diverse people. As an example, we are recruiting more black or m other minority ethnics to our organizations. Uh, when we are doing these uh, actions, it, it, it's good per se, but the problem raised when instead of focusing on the power structure that led the inequality in an organization, most of diversity efforts are on how to mentor, how to help these minorities to progress well in the organization. And by doing this, we are not treating them uh, equally. The tricky point is here. We are making them more visible. They're becoming hyper-visible. They are becoming uh, the people that need to uh, get help more in, uh, in the organization. And in this way, we are putting a double burden on them to both represent their group, help the organization to be seen more diverse and become more diverse. And we are at the same time making them stick out. Yeah. Okay, I, nice. I, yeah, yeah uh, Salmon, I was just going to say, obviously, what, what's your opinion on this? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a good point, honey. Uh, I agree fully on that. We make them almost like mascot figures uh, to prove a point uh, that we are dealing with this, but we're not. Uh, we're not enough educated to know how to deal with it. So to make a few people mascots to to prove a concept, it's it's not the right thing to do. But that's, uh, I mean, this is a new human human endeavor. Uh, this is new. Uh, we have uh, we have been undiversified since the Neolithic Revolution eight thousand years ago. Before that, I mean, life was very difficult in a different way. But we we could not plan the day after, so we had very diversified lives. And it was in that period our brains actually developed. So so we we can we can actually live with diversity but we have to learn how to live with diversity from quite young age and we have to be educated about uh, how the society works today uh, we, we are a compounded result of thousand years of uh, different generations i mean i talk to you today i represent many generations of ideas and they are old some of them are very very uh, non-functioning today 
so we have to be aware of that. It, 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 this is a big human endeavor, um, and we have some others as well, uh, but, but this is one of them. Exactly. What actually I wanted to point out was that uh, most of the force, instead of focusing to combat this power structures and uh, that led these inequalities, we are focusing mostly on how to deal with uh, these different people that we call them, you know, when the trick is. Yeah, no, I completely understand, obviously, where you're both coming from. Um, I think you raised fantastic points about the way we're actually, you know, treating the, di- the, the, the diverse members of staff that we have with, within our organisations every day. Um, and the idea of kind of a mascot is definitely something that, that would be a taboo. Um, and it's definitely something that should be more openly spoken about because it's something that is is very relevant and it's very, you know, kind of, it's still up and coming, with it, especially within this industry industry um but obviously both panelists raised fantastic questions there um we've actually got a a few questions from the listeners um for you guys um and the first one is what does diversity mean to you so hani will come to you first diversity for me is a workplace if you're talking about uh, in the context of workplace diversity means a safe workplace that there is no fear to express yourself there is no fear to be different and you don't be treated differently because of any difference you have nice i think that's a really really good summary um salmon well, for me personally and i will probably cover a, a small bit of it because it is complex and i don't have all of it in my mind right now but but uh, diversity for me is going from tolerating new ideas to accepting new ideas from other people uh, because it is a big difference between those two and we're yeah. usually on the tolerance side yeah so no, you're yeah. absolutely right you know it's one thing hearing something but action in it is is the, is the next step um okay fantastic and then we're just going to do one more question from um, the listeners, which is, do you think diversity should be a focus for management or everybody in the organization? Hani, what do you think? Very uh, good questions. It comes to the responsibility issues. Whose responsibility is to take care of the diversity in an organization? There are some many discussions that said uh, diversity is everyone's responsibility. So in this way, we are mainstreaming diversity. But if diversity is mainstreaming, so there is no need to force them to put it in agenda. And that's not the case. Of course, everyone are responsible actually to uh, work, you know, combat the inequalities, but there should be a specific person. There should be leaders, experts in the field to take the responsibility and put it on the agenda of the organization. Otherwise, automatically, you know, bringing diversity, uh, combating with inequality will not be included uh, in the diversity agenda. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, of course, it should kind of, you know, come from management down. um, But I think it's definitely something that should be, you know, company spread. Um, It should, it's definitely something that should be thought about a lot more within the workplace. Um, But initially, you know, it is the kind of role of management and you know people further up the hierarchy to spark these ideas and you know get kind of you know inspiration and innovative 
be be more innovative about it really and be more inclusive and you know think of ways that we can really celebrate this um you know we recently had one of my colleagues on the team she um she was celebrating Tamil New Year and we thought you know it would we some of us don't even know you know we're not educated at all on that but let's celebrate it because obviously it's important to her and it's something that should be kind of advocates we all should be advocate for diversity because we all are diverse in one way or another um so yeah I completely agree Sam and what do you think about this I completely agree I think uh, again a very complex a very yeah complicated question really and uh, I, I think uh, you have to have culture bearers uh, and you have to have a working culture that corresponds to what you want to achieve in your organization but who is responsible for that culture and bearing that culture i think it is it comes down actually from top management to middle management and then to baseline management it is it is it has to work you know it has to be linked uh, and then it could work otherwise it's a broken chain uh, so so i think yes as just as honey said i think you have a responsibility as leader to uh, to make sure that uh, you have that uh, cultural context yeah definitely i think culture is a massive part of this conversation um, and as soon as kind of you know people further up the hierarchy do implement the, the focus around diversity and inclusion and even equality I think we will definitely start to see some huge changes and it'll be much more you know positive we'll all be working in a much more positive environment and I just hope that it sparks change and, you know, it's inspiring for people to see how, especially how larger companies are doing it. And even for larger companies to see how startups can kind of enforce this and, and, you know, initiate it from the get go, um, which is something that maybe if the larger companies had done from the beginning, it would have been easier for them to enforce now. Um, So, yeah, I think you're definitely right. Recognition is is the main main point of this. Hani, have you got something to add on that? Yes, someone actually has a very uh, important uh, issue that also you uh, mentioned, culture. That's definitely the leader's uh, responsibility to build the culture of trust, to to build the culture that everyone in the company uh, values the differences. And it's the leader's responsibility to examine and investigate what are the stereotypes, what are the system of uh, privilege and oppression in their own company. If they have racism, if they have sexism, if they have uh, classism in their organization, they need to investigate, learn, and take the commitment, turn the commitments to actual and meaningful action. Yeah, you're definitely right. I think we're at a stage right now where, um, you know, the people need to learn about this thick and fast really because you know HR and and people who are in people who are in people basically you know the 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 HRs the 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 management roles um you know all of these people are are learning very very quickly you know more the challenges that dive you you know that, that surround diversity but I think we need to put more focus on the positives surrounding diversity and really implement that within the workplace. Um, but I think today has been a fast, it's been a fascinating conversation. It's been a great starting point. And I hope everybody who listens really does take on board the, the, the points made. Um, but we'll leave it there for today. This has been the Evolution Exchange podcast. I want to take this opportunity to thank Salmon and Hani for providing their insights into the topic in question. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.